Welcome back to yet another episode of the Sculpture Life podcast. Today is a solo episode. It's definitely been some time since I've done one of these. I've had a lot of amazing female guest speakers coming onto the show where I've interviewed them. They've shared their their knowledge and expertise in their area and it's been amazing. We've been on a roll, but today I'm feeling really inspired and in the right headspace to have a conversation about my whole healing process after a very important and defining relationship ended last year. To be honest, I never thought I'd be here talking about self-awareness, relationships, and the growth that we go through after we experience heartbreak. I thought I would stop at fitness and well-being. I really believed I, I was cut out for this, but I also believe that things happen to us in life. They shape us, change us, and inspire us to share our stories with others in the hopes that it might help guide others on their journey. And that's exactly what this last relationship did for me is it broke me into pieces and I've transformed so much from this and learned so many great lessons that I'm here today ready to share with you guys. And I hope that it will resonate with some of you. When I actually think back to how I first got into fitness and what inspired me to want to help others transform their lives, it was actually derived out of personal inspiration from going through my own pain and struggles in this particular area of my life. My struggles with body image, self-worth, and the disconnection that I experienced between my mind and body. And overcoming it is where I've found my drive and my inspiration. So you see, our greatest gifts are usually derived out of pain. We take that pain, we transform it, and then we make gold out of it. And when I came out of the other, out of the other side, when I've healed those areas that had to do with body image and self-worth, I thought to myself, that's something to do. That is something worth my time to help people become aligned in both mind and body and to become the best version of themselves. And when we do things with heart, with passion and with purpose, there really is nothing that can stop us. And now in this next chapter of my life, I'm here talking about the power of relationships and heartbreak and the growth that happens when we go through this. This was the only time in my life that I actually sat with grief and with pain. With any other relationship ending or hard experience, quite frankly, I was always trying to escape the pain through dating, sex, working out, anything that would actually distract me from feeling all of these things. It was too scary and painful for me to be present with these emotions that would arise what I would find if I just leaned into this pain. But what I realized after the ending of this relationship is that our power comes from our pain. And when we have the courage to go through it, to sink into it, that's how transformation happens. That's how rebirth happens. That's how we blossom into the people that we are meant to be. We cultivate more self-compassion, resilience, and we become more authentic versions of ourselves. And so today I want to share with you guys my personal story of how my last relationship changed me profoundly. It stretched me and pushed me and helped me grow in ways that I didn't even think was possible. You know, I always viewed relationships as being with someone where you enjoy their company, you share these amazing experiences with, and you just revel in this love that you have for each other. You know, like in the movies, 
the fairy tale love stories. I'm that girl who would literally rewind the scenes of the movies and reenact them. And I really did imagine that love and relationships would be just like that. I had this very childlike view of romance and love. Well, I was definitely, definitely in for a real surprise and awakening after my experience in this last relationship, which I believe it, it felt like I went through five relationships in that one year because of the amount of growth that happened. And what I discovered was that it's relationships are so much more than that. And when I think back to my solo journey and the growth that I'd done on my own, the growth and expansion that happened within the context of this relationship was on a whole other level, on a whole other playing field. And I can only actually talk about it now, a year later, with more wisdom coming from a place of empowerment after I've healed. Because as Glennon Doyle says, when you speak and you write from your scars and not your wounds, you've mined the gold from the pain and you can find the wisdom inside of it to share that with others. And that quote really, really resonated with me because I know if I tried to speak about this a year ago when the pain was so fresh and I felt so raw, this whole podcast would come out very differently. I I was going back through my journaling and my diaries and I thought, damn, I was in a really dark place. You know, when those emotions are so raw, it's like that rage inside of you, the sadness, the loneliness, all of those things. So I couldn't speak back then about this. You know, there'd be times where my brother would come home And I'd be staring at a wall for like two hours straight and just tears streaming down my face. And he'd be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, no, I'm actually not okay. And that's the thing though. Grief and pain is not something to be fixed. And luckily I had some really amazing people around me who were able to hold that space and just allow me to feel and to be with whatever I was feeling. And also on a side note, if you haven't read Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, I highly recommend it. This book will change your life forever, guaranteed. All right, so now let's dive into the whole relationship discussion. So relationships are meant to challenge us and they are mirrors for us in a sense, reflecting back the things that we need to work on and heal. They reveal to us our darkness and our light so that we can merge the two together and step into our most authentic self and truest expression. I truly believe that we attract who we are ready for at the time that we're ready for them. And in the presence of another person, we can see the beauty of who we are as well as the ugliness of who we think we are. And this last relationship for me it completely shattered me. And in this whole shattering process, all of my shadows, the not so pretty parts that I've denied, repressed and buried were forced to reveal themselves in this process. Every possible wound was triggered in this dynamic. My fears around commitment, my fears around intimacy, abandonment, all of this came to the surface. And I say this relationship was like going through five relationships at one in one year because of how much it taught me and how much childhood work I had done, how much inner child work I'd done. And this was a very, very important part of my healing journey to own my demons, to acknowledge my darkness and my ego self and pull it, pull it up to the surface. 
because at the end of the day, we are made of both darkness and light. They don't exist separately. So we must, we have to learn to make peace with all of these aspects of ourselves so that we can become more whole and integrated human beings. So this past year, I learned how much relationships really help us grow. I learned to reframe heartbreak and I began to see it from a new perspective. I leaned into grief for the first time and truly embraced this healing process because for once in my life, something inside of me felt that if I'm just brave enough to be with it this time, I know something great will come out of it. And, you know, in the first two, three months after my breakup, I did go through that whole phase of escapism, which generally and usually happens right after it's the numbing phase. And I did that for about two, three months. I was constant. I was dating constantly. I was partying. I was doing everything to escape the pain. And then I remember in January, everything came crashing down and I just kind of actually shattered and I, instead of escaping and continuously numbing myself, I said, you know what, this time I'm going to surrender to this pain and I want to see what happens when I do this, what kind of transformation will come out of this. And that's what I did. And that's why I'm here talking on this podcast about what I went through. And so relationships are like mirrors for us in a sense. Like I said, they reflect back all of which we need to work on, all of which we need to heal and and take a closer look at. So for me, what I learned was I didn't even know what it meant to be triggered, what it meant to have a triggered reaction or be in a reactive autopilot state. I didn't actually know what that meant. And so in this this dynamic, I realized that I had a lot of, things around feeling you know abandonment around feeling not prioritized I didn't even know how to communicate like an adult I actually didn't even know how to ask for my needs to be met and so I assumed that my partner would be able to read my mind and it doesn't work like that and so triggers are different for every person some people might get triggered if their partner is maybe too overbearing because they had maybe an overbearing parent or if they don't if uh if they don't feel like their time is respected like all it really depends and it also it always goes back to childhood and the the wounds that we have from there that we have not actually taken a closer look at and so i always say when there's defensiveness and reactivity that me that's where your healing needs to be done that's what that those are the areas that you need to take a closer look at and so you know when you're in that triggered state it's like this physiological response that happens and it surges through our entire body and we just kind of want to react ego wants to react and we go on to this autopilot mode and this happened quite frequently for me in that relationship and I would get so so flustered and so upset until I actually took a step back and started objectively viewing my thought like watching my thoughts the narrative the stories and asking myself is this actually this isn't about my partner. This is more about me and the stuff that I need to work on. And so for the first time, I learned how to actually deal with 
what it was like to feel triggered. So I started to become more present and more still and practice, you know, belly breathing and asking myself in those moments when something would upset me instead of becoming reactive, I would ask myself, what am I actually feeling in this moment? And what is the story that I'm creating in my head about what's happening? Because the ego always wants to justify and point the finger, right? So that was one of the biggest things I learned about being in relationship is how to actually understand when we're being triggered and become aware of it and not place the blame on your partner because at the end of the day it is about you and your shit and we actually learn in a relationship to own our shit and to take responsibility you know radical responsibility where you're taking a hundred percent responsibility for your part and 50 percent of your part in the relationship because it does take two to tango no matter what and it requires us to take responsibility for how we show up to take ownership for our limitations and admitting to our shortcomings and it's a really hard pill to swallow especially when our ego wants to tell us otherwise and wants to point the finger to the other person and you you did this and you did this and you're making me feel like this but And this is the greatest thing about relationships and it it really highlights the areas that we know that we can do better. The relationship skills that we need to improve, the triggers, past hurts, and unhelpful coping mechanisms and behaviors. So our unresolved relationship baggage tends to lurk in our blind spots and our partners actually help to shine a light on these areas. And it's so deeply uncomfortable because no one wants to be no one wants to have to admit to their shortcomings no one no one wants to be like you know what that was really shitty behavior or i know i could have reacted more maturely and um and so that's the funny part is when we enter these relationships you know we think like oh i'm such a great communicator i have all these um skills i can navigate through a relationship no problem and then you know we have these blind spots and our and our partners you know shine a light on them and then we learn and that's how we grow and I truly believe that in every, every relationship serves a different purpose some are meant to you know bring out our shadow side some are meant to show us how to communicate better like every relationship has a purpose and you know our ego self wants to be right it wants to justify it wants to throw a tantrum and prove a point but we have to learn to be objective and observe the ego and the stories it creates because if we don't that's how we go down this slippery slope and some ways to know if our ego is running the show is thoughts like I am my opinions thoughts and beliefs People are good versus bad. I am right. I am reactive from a space of defensiveness. Whereas our true self and our higher self and our our inner knowing self, it's more like I observe my thoughts, beliefs, and question their validity. People do the best they can and they cope with how they know how. I have a limited, limited perspective based on my past experiences. I can pause and observe before reacting. So those are, those are some of the things that we need to, that we can take a closer look at. And I realized 
for so much of my relationship how much I was in my ego and it's normal like as and even as adults we think we think we're mature we think we know how to communicate but really we're actually all children inside and we're just trying to learn the ropes here so that was one that was one that was another really big awakening for me and lastly is breakups help us to practice more self-compassion and we learn how to self-soothe and this was a big one because I learned that breakups actually afford us this opportunity to learn how to self-soothe and actually sit with and process our grief because once again it's so natural for us to want to escape through alcohol sex travel you know I I used my two, the first two months of my breakup as an example, like the escapism that I was trying to do through dating, through sex. I tried it, I tried it, and it never actually works. You actually end up putting yourself in a worse position. So it's better to just walk through, walk towards the pain, put your hands up and say, you know what? I surrender. I'm surrendering to this pain and grief, and I am just going to go with whatever is going to come up here. And it's really, really hard. And I've done, and I can say this because I've done some really physically demanding things in my life, like, you know, trained for half marathons, triathlons. I've pushed my body in ways that I didn't even think was possible. And I, if I compare it to what it felt like to sit with the pain and grief of a relationship ending and to go back to my inner child and my, my childhood, that it was probably 10 I'm going to say 10 times harder than any physical thing I had ever done because when you're when you end that relationship you're grieving the loss of 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 the relationship that you had with that person part of your identity is taken away but there it's so much deeper than that because when there when you lose that relationship you go back in time and then so what I was doing is like you know the relationship ended and then I go back to my child self and then I would I would think about how sad I felt at this age when this happened and it just brought up all of these memories. And then I remember, I still remember this so vividly. I remember coming home, this was sometime last January from work and my I just felt so depleted, so sad. And I just came home, took off my coat and I just laid on, on my carpet in my living room and I put my hand on my chest and I said for the first time, I am so very sorry for dismissing you all of this time and for not allowing you to have a voice because I realized how much of my life I had made my inner child self feel so unseen. And so, you know, it was so difficult. But sitting with this grief and allowing ourselves to lean into it fully, we have this amazing opportunity to meet ourselves in all of our vulnerability and rawness. We get to meet our inner child, that little person inside of us has been begging to be seen and held. So we become compassionate and we become forgiving towards ourselves. And, you know, we just cultivate this whole new relationship. Like I cultivated a, a relationship on a whole other level with the little person that's been living inside of me because I realized I literally never even acknowledged that she was in there this whole time. And so heartbreaks can pave the way for something more beautiful and bigger to come for newer love to come in especially when we go and we heal all of these things and relationships 
they, it teaches us something every time. And even though it's hard to see it at the time, you will have gratitude down the road for what you've learned. And I didn't think it was possible. But now that I look back and I, and I think back to all of the things that I learned and even being able to share this on this, share these things on this podcast, you know, I, I thank my ex and I thank that relationship for showing me who I wasn't for challenging me and for stripping me down to my true nature and authentic self because I've become softer. I've opened my heart space and I've learned to finally speak from a place of authenticity and vulnerability and in ways that I had never been able to do before. Thank you for tuning into today's episode, guys. Please feel free to share this episode with a friend or anyone that you think this will resonate with. In the next upcoming episode, my good friend Shiva will be coming onto the show to share her healing journey and experiences with you guys. It's going to be a good one. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll be back soon.